Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 21. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now, to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Well, joined again by the wonderful, the most excellent Barfaccio, Barrett Fisher. Um, and, you know, today is our last day doing this little greatest hits tour of the book of Ephesians. And um, we really have two separate kind of distinct greatest hits in today's passage one two greatest hits yeah one is this great uh you know prayer you know that that christ may dwell in your hearts that you may have strength to comprehend the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of christ um and then uh he he kind of closes with this doxology of sorts now to him who's able to do far more abundantly than we ask or think um you know, uh, just jam-packed passage. And I love the flow of this passage. You know, it starts with this really profound prayer for spiritual strength mm -hmm. and, and for strength specifically to comprehend the love of Christ. And it, it's a very large-scale, just, you know, abstract, mind-blowing kind of prayer. Yeah, And I love how this doxology is tacked onto it. Um, because you could almost get to this, the end of this prayer, uh, with the thought, but could I ever actually like know the love of Christ? Like, could mm. I actually have strength to comprehend this? Mm. Um, and especially in moments of discouragement or despair. And I love that tacked on here is now to him who is able to do more than we ask or think, like you are never going to out ask God mm. or out think what God could do for you. Mm. And uh, it's just a really powerful kind of breath to take after this huge prayer. So, Barrett, what are your thoughts on today's passage? Well, um, you know, this is one of Paul's prayers, as you as you said. And, um, I mean, one of my thoughts is like, as as Christians, as believers, you know, as as members of Christ's covenant, or maybe even members of another church, um, we should be praying people. And so, you know, and, and I think, I mean, let's get straight on like what prayer is. Prayer is essentially communion with God. Um, it, it's, it's, it's not just sitting down and like trying to, you know, communicate certain things to God. I mean, it's really like, so it, it's really a time of communion. It's a time of fellowship with God. Um, if you view it that way, prayer can become a, a little bit different. Like it, it doesn't have to be you sitting there like talking the whole time. It really can be like sitting there meditating, um, yeah. actually listening for the voice of God to speak things into your life. 
Um, and so, so I think it can, it can take on like different forms. Sometimes I feel like we talk about prayer and it just gets very rigid very quickly. Oh yeah. And like, I, I, I don't know that it has to be that. However, um, you know, uh, there's a Don Whitney book on praying through scripture or praying or, or prayers like as scripture. I forget the exact title, but it's, I mean, it's essentially making the point that if you don't know what to pray, like just pray scripture. Uh, and so mm-hmm. this is a good example of like one of Paul's prayers. It's like Paul prayed this prayer on behalf of the Ephesians, the church at Ephesus. And so like we can pray similar things. So just go to Ephesians chapter three, go to verse 14. You know, you want to pray for your wife or you want to pray for your husband. You want to pray for your, your kids. You want to pray for a coworker or uh, whoever, like just come to this passage and, and kind of like alter the passage to fit, you know, what, who you're praying for. Mm-hmm. And you can just take your cues like from Paul's actual prayer. And, and this is a great way to pray. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I think it's great. I, I have found, so, I mean, on a personal note, I, I started out, you know, January of this year and kind of wanted to do something a little different. Um, yeah. I, I've gone, Last year, like uh, Joe Beth and I, with with some of our kids, did like read the New New Testament in a year, which is not a great feat, but it's it's good because it's like more bite sized chunks. And yeah. So it basically is like a chapter a day, five days a week, and uh, and that's that's good. I mean, obviously, like that's great. It's awesome to do with your kids, and so love that part of it. But sometimes it gets fairly checklisty, sure. and I would read the chapter each day in my, you know, time with the Lord, but then I would just find my, my mind, like I'm trying to pray, but I'm, my mind is drifting. Sometimes I would reference something in the past, you know, in the chapter that I read and I'm, I'm trying to, uh, trying to pray to the Lord, but then I find my mind just drifting. And so this year I've, I've taken on a couple of different tools, I guess you could say a couple of different books that are helping me in this regard. Um, and so I want to just throw these out for those who are listening because it might be helpful. Love it. Uh, but uh, Joe Beth and I both are, are reading The Songs of Jesus, which is by Tim Keller, yeah. and it just goes through the Psalms. And it's a 365 day. Yeah, I mean, you got, got it over there on the got shelf. Got it right there, yeah. And so uh, it's a 365 day, so it you know, goes through every day of the year, and uh, it breaks a lot of the Psalms down into like two days. And I imagine when we get to Psalm 119, it'll be like you know, tw- sure. 40 days or something. But um, but it's really good because it's it's short. It kind of it, it kind of you know Tim Keller is telling you what you ought to get out of that psalm, <laughs> and so that's always helpful. Uh, and you can also get other things as well. But um, so I mean that has like helped me to uh, get into like a more prayerful mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I pick up the Valley of Vision which mm-hmm. is like a compilation of Puritan prayers. Mm-hmm. And they're like one page long. I mean, yeah. they're not long at all, but they are so good, man. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I have been like blown away. So, I, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you one that I'm just quoting from memory that I read this morning. But uh, this particular guy, he's, he, he said, I'm astonished to see the difference between my receivings and my deservings. <laughs> and he goes through, wow. you know, and he says, I, I, you know, I've been given heaven, but I merited hell. Yeah. And I mean, just the, the language that they put it in, like astonished to see the difference between my receivings and my deservings. Like I have received so much in Jesus, but I deserved 
absolutely none of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, just to, sometimes I think we kind of need help to like get outside of our mind a little bit. Um, or maybe we just have a tendency to try to pray to the Lord and, and, and we just get stuck or it's like, it only lasts a couple of seconds, you know, a few couple of minutes or whatever. Um, and so I would just recommend a couple of those sor- resources to say, and I, and I realize I'm not dealing a whole lot with a passage here, but I, I think it's just important that we are praying people mm-hmm. and sometimes we need like some help. So go to Ephesians three, go to the songs of Jesus, go to the Valley of vision, you know, go to some of these other resources and try to, you know, ask the Lord to really help you in increasing your prayer life, because I think it's something that's very much needed. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one thing that I'm reminded of is uh, when Jen and I were engaged, we went on a walk once and it was actually when we were, I, I had like officially gotten the offer to move to Atlanta to work at Christ Covenant. Nice. And there was like another thing that was also on the table. But it was like the clarity that the Lord was calling us here mm. was really starting to click in in my mind. And we went on this walk. And so, you know, I'm re- I'm really excited and I've got like a ton going through my mind. And I was just like talking and talking and, you know, verbally processing. And yeah. then Jenna would start to talk. And then I'd like something she would say would spark and everything. And I'd be like, oh, and another thing, blah, blah. <laughs> then we got back to the house. Uh, it was Jenna's parents' house. And, uh, you know, we were, we were talking about, um, the, or I don't even know what we were talking about at this point, but she's filling up the Brita filter yeah. at her parents' house. And all of a sudden she just drops it in the sink and starts like crying. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> total moon shift. And she was like, yeah. you will not let me get a word out. <laughs> And she was like, you've been talking this entire time. And anytime I start to talk, you cut me off. <laughs> you never shut up, dude. <laughs> I and I was like, I immediately, you know, had one of those movie moments where I replayed the whole night. And I was like, I have been literally talking this whole time. But how true is that? Sadly, hopefully that's not true of my marriage anymore. <laughs> but how true of that is that of my prayer life mm. so often? Yeah. You know, it's like easy to get twisted. Of like, man, I just feel like I'm not hearing from God. Yeah. And then I have these moments where I'm like, am I even listening to him? Yeah. Or am I just like taking a moment to pray and just like say some stuff and then but it's like as the lord is like opening his mouth to like you know guide me and speak back i'm just like back out the door yep and you know so i I think that that is like so crucial is like as paul you know in this prayer he's talking about um that we would know and have strength to comprehend the the love of christ and Mm. the riches of his kingdom and that implies a spiritual life that is like this two-step, like making your request known to God, as Philippians talks about it, mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of having this psalm-like prayer life. But then also then like putting a period on the sentence mm-hmm. and sitting back and, and listening for the Lord and yeah. spending time with the Lord. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's this psalm that I love. It There's this line uh, where it says, open your mouth and I will fill it. Mm. And I just think about that all the time. It's mm. like, am I, am I actually like opening my mouth and, and like opening up to receive anything from so the, the Lord? Lord fills it? Yeah. Or am yeah. I just like asking for stuff and then not even sitting there long enough to right. receive it? Um, mm. and so that is like a convicting point number a, <laughs> but yeah. then I think the other thing is, um, with this prayer, something that is modeled really well is a, 
you know, we, we all probably do not pray for others as much as we ought to. Mm. Um, you know, most of our prayer life tends to be about ourselves and mm-hmm. between us and God. And so, Hey, there's like a model here from Paul of praying for other believers. And I love, you know, where, where does he go? He's praying for the church in Ephesus, which is a spiritually dark place. It's politically complicated. You know, there's all mm. sorts of things to pray for within this context, but the undergirding prayer here is that they would know and rest in the love of God mm. and have strength to comprehend the love of God yeah, and to be filled with the fullness of God. Mm. And I think one of the things that this says to me is that the prayers that I pray for other people are, and this is like a little bit of a spinoff of a famous C.S. Lewis quote, mm. But the prayers that I pray for other people are not too strong. They're not too big. Mm. But the prayers that I tend to pray for other people are actually far too small, Mm. usually. Mm. You know, I pray for people to find jobs, people to find a spouse, people to get better, you know, which are all good things to pray for. But while neglecting to actually pray that they would know the love of Christ and have strength to comprehend it and to be filled with the fullness of God. Yeah. And, you know, and I think that that's right where he lands in verse 20. God is able to do far more abundantly than we ask or think. Mm. And uh, that's just such a a good convicting uh, word to me. Like, I'm not going to out ask God. I'm not going to, like, shoot over the fences of his mercy. Yeah. But a lot of times it's like I'm asking for these small things for other people or myself. Mm. When the knowledge of his love and the fullness of himself is what he's offering. Mm. Um, and that's just a good thing that we should be praying over our kids, over our spouses, over our friends, mm. our enemies, um, and all yeah. people. Yeah. No, that's great, man. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's all kinds of things. If we like get into the details of like all the different things that he's praying for, uh, I'll just point out one as we wrap up, but, yeah. uh, in verse 16, it, it says that according to riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being. Uh, I had this uh, this supervisor when I lived overseas, and um, he he would always pray this, but, but apparently some older translation says uh, that he would strengthen your inner man. Mm. And so he would always pray that. You know, I, I, I pray for Barrett that you would strengthen his inner man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was awesome because like he's praying scripture over me. Yeah. Uh, and I've, I actually found myself, the elders sometimes pray for people on Sunday mornings. And uh, yesterday we, we prayed over a certain individual and I, I prayed this prayer and, and really it was because of his example, mm-hmm. but I just felt like, you know, this person needed uh, strengthening in their inner, their inner being. Yeah. And so prayed this over them that, that that this person would be strengthened um, in, in their inner being, mm-hmm. and, and so you know, it's it's like take these things and just pray these things over people. Like this is good. This is good mm-hmm. to like pray these over 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 people. But I think we've made some good, you know, over like overall points on on prayer and just the need for prayer and what prayer is and, mm-hmm. and all that. And so we probably don't have time to d- jump down into the specifics, but a great passage on prayer. And uh, hopefully, hopefully it's helpful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, tomorrow we're going to start a little bit of a stint through um, the book of Proverbs. um, And whereas last year we went more 
verse by verse through a chapter of Proverbs. This is going to be some of the larger, more, uh, you know, prosy sections of Proverbs. So it's going to be, it's going to be great. But until then, for the great Barrett Fisher, this is Will Carlisle, and we will see you tomorrow on Our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.